You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Sale! It's that magic four-letter word that people absolutely love. But is having a sale hurting your brand? Today, we're going to chat about the pros and cons of going on sale, if you should be going on sale, how to have a sale, and what not to do with your sales. So let's jump on in. Welcome. So today's episode was inspired by a Facebook ad that I saw from Merry People. And the ad itself said, as a brand, Merry People are committed to never going on sale, ever. Find out why. And it linked through to this whole page on their website all about why they don't go on sale. It goes on to say, despite the retail pressure, as a brand, we're committed to never going on sale, ever, and we'd like to take a moment to explain why. I won't read you the entire thing, but it basically goes on to say that their values are about authenticity and kindness, and they like to be transparent. So it says with those in mind, they want to offer all of their customers the lowest possible price all year round. To do so, we design, build and price our products to their true value and do not price our products to go on sale. Besides guaranteeing fairness for all our customers, it also helps us ensure that we're paying our suppliers fair and living wages for the work as our products develop from an idea in our HQ to your home. They also go on to say how there is nothing more frustrating in retail than when you buy something and then see it on sale two weeks later. They never want their community to feel that buyer's remorse, so we keep it consistent for everyone year round. They even gave an example that last year they decided to reduce the price of one of their boots because they discontinued the product. So to stay with their values, they refunded the difference to any customers that purchased that within the last three months. So they're definitely going on to practice what they preach here. They also go on to say that they produce in small quantities, and while that does make that often they sell out, it also means they don't have any excess stock in the warehouse that they need to quickly dispose of in an urgent flash sale. So that goes with their values, keeping them to minimise their environmental footprint and keep unsold excess out of landfill. They also go on to say that as a brand, they believe you should only purchase something if you really, truly love it, and always think about your price per wear. They've created all their products to be high quality pieces that you can wear season on season. I don't know this brand. It's not a sales pitch from me. I'm not affiliated with them at all, but it just stopped me in my tracks when I saw that ad. And I see a lot of Facebook ads. I haven't unsubscribed from tracking. So uh, I see them all and, you know, quite often I'll flick past them. I might take a photo if one stands out. But this one, This one really got me because there's not many people spending money to say, hey, we're not on sale. (laughs) We're not having a sale and here's why. It was a really beautiful, catchy visual as well, which I really loved. No sales, no price drops was the heading. So it really grabbed me. And reading that, it got me thinking about sales. And I've got a few thoughts on sales that I thought I might jump on and share with you. So one thing that seems to be quite common when I'm talking to e-commerce store owners Once they're struggling, once things go slow for a month or they're having a bit of a quiet week, they go, oh, maybe I'll just have a sale. Maybe I should go on sale. What discount do you think I should give, Karen? When should I go on sale? And 
Although sales can give you a nice quick cash injection, they can help you to move old stock and they might even bring some new customers into your brand. There are ways about going on sale that can be better than just having an ad hoc sale when things are sort of not going so well. I think having lots of sales can be really detrimental to your brand. Can you think of, in your own mind, a brand that you never pay full price for? It might be a large department store that you never shop for at full price, or it might be a brand that you just know, I won't buy that now. I know it'll go on sale. You do not want that thought coming in from your customers, unless sales are a part of your strategy. If you've priced things to go on sale and being on sale all the time is part of your strategy, okay, that might be the exception. That's not generally the kind of brands that I work with. So if you're Maybe accidentally, if you go back through all of your sales in the last 12 months and find, oh, actually, I've gone on sale quite a lot. It's okay. You can turn things around. I worked with a client in Hobart, big brand, never used to go on sale. They did when COVID hit and things were scary. The market closed, which is one place they used to sell a lot of their products. And they went on really big discount and they stayed on sale for over six months. They were just too scared to go off sale in case, you know, they lost their sales. My advice to them was to go off sale and start working on their brand rather than focusing on being on sale. And they ended up having their biggest month ever in 15 years without a sale. So it's definitely possible to turn things back around. But when I said to them, you know, you don't want to be known as that brand that always goes on sale. They said, actually, last week we had a phone call of somebody asking when our next sale was going to be. What was our next promotion? So if you're starting to become known for that and that's not what you want, then it might be time to pull the handbrake on going on sale all the time. And I know that that can be a really hard thing to do if you rely on that to bring in that sort of cash injection, that quick money that's coming in, you've got the products there ready to sell and you're just wanting to sell more of them quickly. But the downside to sales is that you are training people to wait for that sale, but also it can lower the perceived value of your brand and make your product seem less valuable. If you're selling something for $50 and you spend all of your time and effort creating this product, bringing it to market, pricing it fairly, and then all of your marketing to make it so that it is worth this $50, and then next thing you know, we're slashing 20% off and it's $40. There goes that $10 worth of perceived value as well. You're losing money, not just the 20%. You're losing far more than that because you're now only getting your profit margin out of the $40. So can you really afford to drop that price and take the hit on the value of that product? Because I know if I've paid for something and I bought it on sale, I'm less likely to go and buy that product again at full price, knowing that it comes on sale. And in my head, the value of it is what I paid for it the first time. So you really don't want people questioning the price and going, oh, well, if they can mark it down that much, then why do they sell it at the regular price? You know, if there's that much margin in it and they can afford to do this, are they ripping me off? They're the thoughts that you don't want people having about your brand. You can also, and Mary People talked about this, you can also make people feel bad about their purchase and have that purchase regret or buyer's remorse, as they called it. So if I've bought something and then it goes on sale, it's like, 
I remember seeing, and I shared this in uh, the free group, Unstoppable E-commerce Entrepreneurs. I bought something from Peter Alexander on sale, thought I was getting a great deal. And then I saw an ad, take a further 30% off all sales styles. The same day, I think it was, or the next day from when I'd made a purchase. So you have to be really careful if you are going to go on sale, do not show your ads to people who have just bought recently because there's nothing worse than putting it in their face and going, hey, look, (laughs) you purchased and now it's on sale. So if you are going to have a sale, another thing it can do is it can attract people who shop based on price. So they're going to be loyal to the price. They're always looking for the cheapest option. They're not loyal to your brand, loyal to you and wanting to actually come back and buy when you are back at full price. So you'll always have those sale hunters. They might stay on your email list until you go on sale again or something like that. So instead of going on sale, think, am I doing everything I can to really be sharing the story of my brand, expressing the value of my products, what makes them special, why people would actually want them in your organic content? You know, are you sharing that story over and over because people won't just see that one time that you posted about it. Are you putting yourself out there behind the brand so that people can connect with you as an individual? People buy from people. So if you're sharing your story, people are more likely to connect with you and want to give you their money rather than a faceless, nameless company because, you know, they can go and do that at a department store. Talk about the value that your product is going to add to their lives. So they're thinking about more of the value that you're going to bring to them rather than the money they've got to spend with you. And have you got a full e-commerce ad strategy? So e-commerce, I love Facebook and Instagram ads. There's lots of other places you can do advertising, but are you using those to build out that whole sequence so that you're telling people, you know, introducing the story behind the brand, introducing your products and then retargeting people so that if they are adding to cart and not purchasing, or they've just checked out your product and maybe haven't gone any further, that they are seeing another ad and that you're reminding them to go back and telling them all the features and benefits about your products. So if you're not doing that, I would invest maybe your time learning or, you know, if you've got the money, you can invest in somebody else doing it, but invest in that ad strategy, e-commerce specific strategy. That's really important because it's totally different based, but I would do that rather than spending your money having a sale because you are spending your money with all the missed revenue that you're getting by giving it as a discount. Also having your effective email marketing strategy. So you need to be emailing people regularly if they're on your list, enticing people to join your list if they're on your website, and also following them up if they do make a purchase with a nurture sequence. And if they don't make a purchase, but maybe they've added to cart, making sure that you're sending those abandoned cart emails as well. And if you don't go on sale as a brand, make sure that you're fully transparent and telling people like married people did, because you don't want people thinking, oh, they might go on sale. I've actually recently gone to purchase a piece of furniture for my office. I'm having a bit of a makeover in here. I painted a desk DIY that I got from Marketplace. And then there's this cabinet that I wanted. And I thought, oh, you know what? Even me, I was like, I'll just go see if they go on sale. Because, you know, why pay full price if I don't have to? Went and had a look. No sale posts that I could see ever on their socials or find any mention of them ever going on sale. So you know what I did? I bought it. Because there wasn't that, oh, yeah, they're on sale. Oh, I'll just wait. They always go on sale. There was, okay, cool. That brand doesn't go on sale. I'll buy it anyway. I like the product. I wanted it. So you don't necessarily have to go on sale. The right people will still want to buy your products. Now, if you do decide to go on sale, I would change how regularly you go on sale. I recommend really if you're going to have a major sale, like a big 
percentage off store wide or something like that twice a year max for like a big sale like that. You can have other promotions running throughout the year. So you might have a free gift with purchase, something like that. But if you're really giving a heavy discount, really try and keep that minimum. When I was pregnant, I bought a breastfeeding pump from Spectra. They go on sale twice a year. And when they have that sale, they tell people, we only go on sale twice a year, so buy it now. So I wasn't even thinking yet about buying a breast pump, but there it was, and adding my feed, we're on sale now, we only go on sale twice a year, so either buy it now or pay full price because it's going to be another six months, obviously, and Bub's going to be out by then. So if you do, make sure you make a really big deal when you go on sale and talking about, you know, we're not having another one for a long time and get people spending more when they are buying from you in sale periods. You don't have to have a really long sale either. You can have just a few days, a week max. I would never really go on sale online for more than a week, but I would have high touch points throughout that sale. So if you are going on sale, you want to grow your list, your email list before the sale. You want to be saying, hey, we're going to be going on sale next month or next week usually do a couple of weeks later. Make sure you're on our VIP list because you're going to get early access. So it could be a sale exclusive to your email subscribers, or it could just be that they get maybe 24 hours extra than everyone else. And if you sell out, then that's a really good incentive to get on your email list. So use the sale as not just a sale and a way to move some stock, but also a way to grow your email list as well. So you're going, hey, we're going on sale. Make sure you get on our list now. It doesn't have to be called your VIP list. It can be called whatever you like. But You know, these people are going to get first access, first dibs, whatever it might be. Give them an incentive for jumping on your list. Then warm people up, get them excited about your sale. If you're going to have it, you don't really want to be pushing people to buy things full price only to get that buyer's regret. So I would actually use the week in the lead up to go, hey, we're having a secret sale next week. Maybe showcase some stock that's going to be there. You could show behind the scenes on your Instagram stories, things like that. Oh, what do you think we're getting ready for? Or, you know, we're, we're filling up the shelves, ready for this. Kind of build anticipation and get people excited about it. And then you can hit go when it's on sale. Rather than going, well, I don't want to mention the sale because then people won't buy this week. You're better off to have a slower week and then a really big week than have people feeling disappointed and frustrated and pissed off because you were selling to them just before you went on sale. And be honest and tell people, if this is something that only happens once a year, tell them that. But don't say this is our biggest sale of the year and then go on sale a month later and have it just as big. And one other thing I would suggest is if you do have a big sale, then when the sale is over, delete any organic posts referring to the sale. If it doesn't mention the sale in the creative, so in the image or the video, just change the caption. Just change it to be about whatever that piece of content, that product is, and take out the bit about the sale. But anything that kind of says, you know, 20% off everything on the image or anything like that, delete that. Because if somebody discovers your brand just after your sale, they're not going to want to go and purchase from you at full price, knowing that they just missed out on a sale. And because they now know that you go on sale, they might wait for it. So not everyone will wait for a sale. Some people are happy to go in and buy straight away because of the value that you offer, because of the product, because they want it for their, in their lives, because they love what it is that you're selling. But you need to make sure that you're always constantly putting that out there and talking to people based on where they are in their buying journey, telling them, you know, the brand story, the product features and benefits, and then a few calls to action to actually purchase. But for those that are waiting for a sale, 
Make it really clear if you don't go on sale. And if you do, make it really clear that you're about to and warm people up and grow that email list. Then go on sale and then get rid of those socials that talk about it so that you're back to a clean slate and people aren't going, oh gosh, they're always on sale. I'll just wait for the next one. I was talking to one client about this who has a subscription offer. So they sell things as one-offs or you can buy it on subscription and you get a discount. And one thing that we decided is that the people who buy subscription, so they're constantly getting direct debited and having the product shipped out to them every 30, 60 days type thing, they should never see that on sale they could get it cheaper. So they should always be getting the best deal because they've been loyal to you, they've committed, they've given you your card details and said, yep, every month, take my money, ship me your product. I love it. So that would be really frustrating if they've signed up to get the cheaper offer and then that becomes cheaper on a sale that you're having. So I think you should always be able to say in your messaging, if you're offering a subscription discount, that this is the cheapest way that you'll be able to get our product, the most cost effective. You won't see us have a sale where it's cheaper than this. And that way, there's no sort of barriers to them not going on subscription. If they want your product more than once, they're not thinking, oh, but it might go on sale. It might be better just to wait for a sale, that sort of thing. The other thing that you can do is if you don't want to go on sale and you want people to be incentivized to sort of come back and buy again or to come and buy in the first place is loyalty programs. So you could have loyalty rewards where, you know, the more somebody spends, the more offers they get from you. Maybe it's a discount, maybe it's gift with purchase, maybe it's, you know, an amazing status in their community. Whatever it might be, uh, look at your loyalty programs and if you could incentivize people that way. And that way, instead of just giving out a discount to everyone, you could encourage people to sign up for your loyalty program that obviously gets them onto your email list as well. And then When they are making a purchase, they're incentivized that way. So it's not a big public discount that you're giving to everyone. It's a bit more exclusive. They feel special and they're more likely to go through and make a purchase. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic because, you know, some people are going to be like, nope, love my sales, brings in all the cash. I'm going to keep going on sale all the time. And that's totally fine. I would love to hear your experience with sales. The good, the bad, the ugly, the things that you find work really well. Send me an email or hit me up on Instagram. It's at Unstoppable Ecom. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and love to maybe do a follow-up episode later with everyone's advice and feedback and stories around going on sale. And I might even reach out to merry people and see if we can get them on the podcast and chat about their experience with not going on sale. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, Make sure that you are on the wait list for the upcoming round of Ecom Igniter. We are launching very soon. It's going to be for the first time in yonks (laughs) over a year, I'm going to be running a live 12-week round. So I'll be doing live coaching calls every week and going through it with a group of people. So if you're wanting that little bit of extra support as you go through the Ecom Igniter program, build out the sales funnel for your business, make sure you've got everything up, your numbers, you know your messaging, your content, doing email marketing, your website's converting, and then putting together a full e-commerce Facebook ad funnel. Make sure that you're on the wait list. You can go to unstoppableecom.com forward slash wait list or use the link at the show notes. And I am so looking forward to launching that next month. I'm putting some extra finishing touches on all new content again. And like always, everyone, if you're listening and you've done the program before, you get all the upgrades as well. So lifetime access to all the updates there. Thanks so much for listening and I will catch you next week.